Hi there, welcome back to Needed Conversations. My name is Victoria and this is my husband, Ryan Cole. We're so glad that you joined us for today's episode here on Needed Conversations. Yes, that's right. You know, we've been talking about the call of God on your life, how that affects your marriage, how that affects um, the raising of your children. And today we're gonna be talking about how to transition well. And that in particular affects your marriage and really all of your relationships, but the most important one, which is your marriage. And that's because it's in the transition where the fractures occur. Mm -hmm. It's in the transition where the pressure is put on, where you really see what you're made of, where you really see where you're anchored. And um, that can affect a lot of marriages when one person loses a job or is transitioning in their career or has graduated from school or you've had a child, all of these inflection points have to be managed. And um, that's what we wanted to jump into today. Yes, absolutely. You know, transitions are a part of life. It's not something that you can escape. You know, I thought a lot of us want to kind of roll with the punches and we want to kind of uh, have smooth sailing as much as we all want smooth sailing. Sometimes we have things that are unexpected that happen. You know, we experience loss, whether it's of a loved one or, you know, loss of a job or loss of a child or wanting to be in a specific season and feeling like you're in a rut. But we just want to talk about, you know, how to, you know, overcome those hurdles where you don't try to run away from the transition, but you lean into the process. Yeah, we were talking about um, your experience the other day with being um, with a midwife and when you had our second child. And the difference really between our first and second child is um, our understanding of the process of pain and what pain does for you and how that pain is not meant to kill you or take you out but it's a part of the process to get what is inside of you into the earth. Yeah. And so when you had that realization, I think between our two children and you had the midwife in particular, who was reminding you about your breathing and you were tensing in your shoulders and you were holding all that energy in your body, resisting the pain that was imposed upon you, then you were prolonging the process. Mm -hmm. And when you learned how to lean into that pain, It caused the delivery and labor to go a lot easier. And yes, the pain is uncomfortable, but it's necessary. All of us need a crisis in our lives in order to realize uh, the changes that need to be made. You know, we run from problems, we run from crises, but um, transformation never happens in your comfort zone. The Lord will push you into a storm. Listen, if it wasn't for the storm, Peter would have never knew what it felt like to walk out on the water. And the truth is, crisis is an invitation into the realm of the supernatural. God is calling you to walk out on the water, to step away from the boat of the land of comfortable and uh, onto the water to defy the odds. When they were walking on the water, they were making a declaration that through Jesus Christ, we have authority over the elements. That means when you surrender to the will of God, as uncomfortable as it seems, but as you surrender to him, everything around you, all of these natural elements will begin to move into place to undergird that change that you have made. It's a mental transformation that starts on the inside out. And you know, last week, Victoria, we teased a little bit 
of this episode. And we're going to tease you a little bit more because Mm -hmm. we had a a little change. We thought we were going to make some announcements by ourselves, but it looks as if we are going to have a very, very special guest who is going to come on to explain some transitions that are going on in our lives. Yes. Um, Very important ones. Probably, um, you know, some of the most pivotal transitions we've ever made. Mm -hmm. Would you say so? Oh, yeah. And, you know, like, I feel like we have walked many transitions in our life now that we're in our 30s. And because we've learned to really lean into the process, and I'm not saying that at times it's not frustrating, you do feel that sense of peace because you know that you are walking, uh, you know, in the purpose that God has called you to fulfill. And God is the provider. You know, you're not depending on a person to give you the opportunities or pay. Um, You know, we are here willing vessels to work Mm -hmm. for the kingdom. And when, you know, God really speaks to you in a specific season, it can be very scary because, you know, even if you're frustrated in one season and God is calling you to step in out into the new season, it can be very scary to get out of your comfort zone because you don't know what it's going to look like. And all of us don't want to change. We just want to stay in our comfort zone, even if we're miserable or not yeah. feeling good in that season. You know, you can become accustomed to the dysfunction, whether that be in your in your relationship, in your career. You, you grow accustomed to the dysfunction and you build crutches around that, mm-hmm. right? You make excuses for the reasons as to why you're not willing or, or able to change. You, you don't want to confess that I'm not willing to change, but it's always I'm not able to at this time. And sometimes it takes the rug being pulled out from underneath you for you to really make the changes that you need to. Um, you know, if you were to be driving down the road today in your car and you were to run over a nail and pop a hole straight in that tire and you are ro- rolling around on a rim, how long do you think it would be? before you would get get a tire on that thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you had $0 in your bank account, you would find some way to get that money to change that tire because you need to get from point A to point B. But as long as you're rolling on the wheels of comfort, there's no way you're gonna stop to address some of the internal issues that are going on in your life or to make the changes that you need to to, to make. So in, embrace that crisis and lean into the transition. So we're going to tease you a little bit more. Hopefully we will have this uh, uh, person on. Um, we're going to make this announcement so that by next week's episode, we'll, we'll have uh, some amazing, awesome news for you about what's going on in our lives, how you can be involved um, with our transition and um yeah that's all i'm gonna say about that (laughs) yeah and you know what i love when we talk about specific things and topics that we are personally you know dealing with because it's so real it's so real and it's fresh and we have to remind ourselves as well you know that this is the process and we need to lean into it we don't have to worry or be anxious and you know that's the beauty of you know, being in a marriage where at times when I question it or I doubt it, I feel like that you are standing firm. And then sometimes you question it or doubt it or have questions. And I'm there to reiterate what God has called us to do as a couple. And, you know, that goes back to having a great vision for your marriage is that you have always something to fall back on where you don't have specific titles define who you are. Because if, if, 
your job or specific people or, you know, getting to a specific level of success defines you, then that can be very, you know, it can be a very hard thing to go through because you'll feel like you're a nobody once mm -hmm. you lose that. Like you said, that rug being pulled from under your feet. But really stripping it down to who you are in Christ, that, that's what truly matters. You know, you, you talk a lot about success versus significance, success, what the world offers as success, you know, monetary, cars, houses, all these things. And we, we teach a lot about significance and what is truly important in life at the end of your road, you know, when you have come a long way and, you know, it's your time to leave. What is truly important in that time and in that season? It's not going to be titles, you know. And so I think if, if you are grounded in Christ and know your purpose that's in Christ, um, then I feel like those transitions are so much easier because you have that trust that you put in God. And you're not going to rely on these outside sources that is that are temporary and can change from season to season. Yeah, for sure. And you are not the sum total of the things that you do. Yes. Um, you're not a human doing, you're a human being. Mm. And so really in these moments of transition is where you experience a lot of crisis of identity. And the enemy will come in to really prick away and scratch at um, you know, you, you don't, you, you're not who you really think you are. You don't have what it takes, you know, and you're getting all of this spiritual warfare because the next level is designed to keep you out. I'm going to say that again. The next level is designed to keep you out. I believe it's Corinthians. It says, behold, there's a great and effectual door before me, but there are many adversaries mm. and it's, it's testing you and God allows this test to take place to see how bad you really want it whether or not you have the character to sustain you in that next dimension and whether or not you're going to stay anchored in God, God, when you get there, mm. you talked about having a vision for your life. I want you to write a vision that scares you. I want your prayers to shake you to your core. Um, what has happened in our lives was actually on our prayer list last year. And as we did our yearly vision writing, addressing by this time X is going to happen and we are going to be doing Y and Z, mm -hmm. right? So all of that, as we put that on our prayer agenda and wrote that in our vision, it scared us. And you know what? We didn't even have to make it happen. It just occurred. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, I don't want to give away too much. That's why I'm kind of stuttering just a little <laughs> bit, but we have learned, this isn't our first transition in life. We have learned that in the transitions to, um, to really lean into the process of character development and lean into your relationship with Christ, because that that is where you're going to find your true identity and that's going to center you and give you the core values that you need to sustain you in this next dimension. Also, when it comes to transition, there are two things that I want you to remember. Transition is supposed to be quick and intense. Transition is a vehicle to get you from where you are to where God wants you to be. And there's supernatural provision in the midst of this transition. But if you sit idly by and don't make the adjustments, the provision may dry up and you'll be looking for the next. You want to be preparing for the next 
while you're in the hallway of transition, mm. I put this tweet out there and it said, um, if you're not prepared, if you're not preparing for it, don't tell me you're believing for it. Mm. Because the proof of your belief is in your preparation. The, the highest uh, form of faith is preparation because you're asking God for rain, but you don't have the buckets to catch it when it starts falling. And you could have ha you could have as many opportunities as you could handle. But if you don't have the infrastructure, the business structure, uh, the legal structure, the financial acumen, if you aren't putting systems in place, you will collapse under the pressure that the next level is trying to bring you. Is there yeah. anything you want to jump in and say? Yeah, I mean, th those are great things. And, you know, that's another thing we wanted to talk about is, um, you know, during these trend transitions, what is the difference and how males and females process transitions differently? And to speak to your, you know, intense and short, I yeah. feel like men probably have a little bit of an easier, uh, you know, and I'm not saying all men, but most men, I feel like, have an easier time with transition. Um because I feel like that they are very work focused, you know, yeah. and em women usually are emotionally, you know, more in tune. They're very relational. And, uh, you know, it takes them time because, I, you know, they really take the whole picture and they carry the people and relationships and what they've done at that job. And they take it really personally. So that can vary, vary from, you know, from person to person. But I think women and men grieve transitions you know differently and that can be a challenge i think for a lot of a lot of us females to be stuck in a specific season and to grieve it and you know to either play the victim mentality or feel like you're in the rut and you just don't have any other option or another way yeah and dr caroline leaf um she wrote a book on the the male and the female brain and the reason why this discussion is important is oftentimes when we start putting these um, these certain characteristics on the male or the female gender, a lot of people will rise up and say, but women are are work focused too. Are you saying women can't be work focused? Yeah. And men are relational too. And we're not talking about the end goal, right? Both men and women are going to end up at the same place. But the way that our brains are wired is that the path that we travel to get there is a little bit different. So don't be offended by what we're saying. Listen to the wisdom behind our words in that men are very work focused first and their work leads to their relationships. Yes. Women are uh, tend to be um, relationships focused and their relationship relationships lead to their work. So you have a spouse, right, that is either fired from a job, they decide to quit, or they're just making a career change in general, they're let go for whatever reason. You know, a man is going to view that transition in a different way than a woman is. A man is thinking about, you know, the work that he did, was it good enough, you know, should I've done something different. The man's going to be thinking about where's my next opportunity, et cetera, et cetera. The woman is going to get there, but she's first going to think about, oh man, the relationships, right? And feel the the pain of the sting of the people who she's not going to see every single day, mm -hmm. of the people who she worked alongside of, of the people that she impacted. And then she's going to start thinking about the next. And the man is going to eventually 
you know, six months down the line, going to start thinking, what is that pain that I'm feeling? Oh, I haven't been around so-and-so in a while, you know? So addressing that, especially when you're in a marriage is important and being patient with your spouse in the process and giving them the right support that they need, right? For men, if your wife is going through a transition, just listen, don't try to problem solve because that's your first instinct, Yeah. right? But she wants the time to grieve the loss of the relationships from her former season. Give her that space, listen, and wait for her to engage in the problem solving process. And then you can step in and then opposite is is as well you know women your your man is going to be needing words of affirmation encouragement being built up i believe in you let's what's the vision you know i'm behind you whatever you want to do let's go there together i know this is your career but i'm with you 100 because you know we're a team yeah and it's we're not doing this you know to try to stick labels on females and males. I think God created us for a purpose and a reason. I think, you know, as we come together, we create this powerful unit, but it's really to help you understand how you process things so that whenever you actually, you know, are in a relationship, whether you're dating or you're actually in a marriage, it really helps you to understand how to approach that person and help how to help you instead of, you know, put you in a frustrating phase because it can be frustrating where, you know, if you see your spouse grieve in a specific way and it's not the way you usually process it, you can say hurtful things. You can drive them farther into the rut instead of lifting them out of it and helping them prepare for the next. Um, Or you can try to push them into something that they're not supposed to be in. And again, you're going to make them miserable in that place just because you are rushing them to get you know, provision or, you know, or whatever it is that they're stepping into so that you feel safe and secure. Yeah. But that may not be something that they're passionate about. So there's this fine balance. And this is why we say it's just so important for us to identify like how we process this information. Like Dr. Caroline Leaf, um, you know, talked about thought patterns and building good thought patterns and reconceptualizing. It's going to take time to create that new habit, that new way of life. Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, if God transitioned the world from chaos into order in seven natural days, why does it take so long for some of us to transition? Listen, again, transition is quick and intense. If you've been saying that you're in transition for the last 10 years, there's something missing from the equation. (laughs) Transition is meant to catapult you or launch you into your next. But if you misunderstand the season that you're in, you could find yourself in a deadly cycle of frustration and disappointment. You don't want to settle in the pain of the process, but you want to lean into it and learn and gain the wisdom, build for the next. And you know, the great thing about having a relationship with God that also moves into your relationship with your spouse is that the truth be told, you feel the transition coming before it even arrives. Mm. It's like a mom who has the baby growing on the inside of her. And when those contractions start coming, yeah, the baby's not here yet, but in that transition from labor or or labor into delivery hasn't happened, but you're starting to feel it. It might be Braxton Hicks. You're like, oh, that's a false alarm. There's a little bit more time left on the clock of this assignment. Well, 
you know, there's that nesting phase and you're there's in preparation. the nesting phase too. And you're in preparation. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. So you, you are starting to think about your next or you're, 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 uh, you're being frustrated often, you know, frustration is a key indicator. Most of the time it's an indicator that you're using the wrong strategy for the new season that you're in. And that's what you're going to have to gain in this transitional process as well. You are going to have to learn the decorum, the protocols, the liberties, and what authority God has given you for the next, mm, right? That's good. It's so, so important. When you're stepping into a new realm, that comes with it a new set of protocols. The activities you participated in in your former season, it's inappropriate. Even, And we're not talking about sin here. Don't get me wrong. Even if it's an appropriate activity for other people, it may not be appropriate for where you're going in this next season. It may require a different level of discipline. Your schedule may shift. You have to get used to the new rhythms of this new place. Mm-hmm. And, and all of that, you know, is really linked to the fact that we are a part of the kingdom of God. And you have to think of these things from a kingdom perspective, right? You don't get invited to the palace to meet the queen of England and not have some kind of briefing as to what is appropriate around the queen. Wherever God is taking you, he's going to start by way of the Holy Spirit, revealing to you, this is the way that you should act and dress and talk in this season. New protocols. A lot of people talk about Meghan Markle and Harry right now. Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is they want the benefits of a realm that they chose to to, exit. exit. Yep, to exit. You know, you can complain about security all day long, but you chose to give up the title. You chose the liberties of civilian life, like painting your fingernails, whatever color you want to paint it. Did you know that those women in the royal family can only choose neutral colors to paint their fingernails? And for some people, wearing a hot pink is just that important. Yeah, or <laughs> having their nails done a certain way with length, you know, changing. That's right. <laughs> uh, and d- so, you know, you have different uh, liberties that God is going to give you in this next season. But there's also some restrictions he's going to pull on you, some boundaries. And then you're going to also get a new mantle of authority. Um, what you were unable to cast out in the last season is going to come out automatically. There's going to be a certain grace, a certain provision, a new anointing that comes upon you. Some of you might be listening and receiving this right now. And what's vitally important is that you go back as well and address the fundamentals of your calling. Who are you called to serve? What problems are is God anointed anointing you to solve? What new place is he calling you to settle in? Right. And guess what? I have a perfect resource for you. If you are going through transition, it's a course and a coaching mentorship program um, called Presence, Purpose and Power. It deals with the calling of God that is upon your life and gives you the tools that you need to identify your next and how to get there. What is the path? What are the questions that you should be asking? So I want you to go to my website, ryancoleempowerment.com and sign up for this course, Presence, Purpose, and Power. And hey, um, there's free prayer audios that you can get access to on my website. There's um, free resources, how to hear the voice of God. Um, It's an ebook and a, a free course and um, get get into all of those free resources, but also make the investment in your next season. Transition is the time for you to assess what 
capital do I have in my, my hands? My gifts, my talents, my financial resources. Leverage that capital making investments, seed investments into your next. A part of the investment that you're going to have to make is in the investment of your education and the books that you're reading. Um, the resources like a mentorship. That's why this course is so important. If you're in transition, if you're trying to discover what it is God has called you to do, this is a course that you don't want to miss. Right now, ryancolempowerment.com. Sign up for Presence, Purpose, and Power. It's a really great course. You know, as we, as long as we have breath in our lungs, we are in constant state of evolving and becoming something greater, hopefully. Uh, you know, we, we gear our gifts and uh, we understand our purpose, the purpose that God has placed on our life and we push it into the right direction. And I think of like when, when you said boundaries and, um, you know, having a purpose, I'm thinking of like a swamp and a river. Like yeah. the difference between a swamp and a river is that the swamp is stagnant. And what happens in a swamp? You smell the stench. It gets very thick. There's no movement in there. But the river has has boundaries, but it's also cutting through rock. It's going through different places. And it's also within, you know, specific boundaries. But there's life. It's clear water. And you can drink that water. And that's what God has called you to be is that fruitful river. River, you know, where you're producing something and you're cutting through uh, new pathways. So I encourage you to sign up for this course because if you don't know your identity, transitions are really going to be very hard for you uh, because if you don't have a purpose to turn to, you don't have a vision, you know, you don't have a vision for your life and exactly what to do next. So you're always going to be looking to what what your soul is longing for and what your soul is longing for is that relationship with God and God really wants you to uh, be a, w a willing vessel to be used by him uh, to bring his kingdom here on earth. Yeah. You know, last night we were watching this movie from the 90s about this family who went on this, you know, whitewater rafting expedition. And it was, you know, kind of this thriller, you know, they kind of got kidnapped. It was interesting. But the main character, she was an expert guide on the river. And she was talking about what, what they called the gauntlet at the end of of the stream where four rivers converged into one mm -hmm. and it got so violent and you had to have a certain number of people on board with you to be able to row and leverage the weight and to move with the transitions and that's really what happens you're at an, an inflection point in the river but it's not there to take you out it's there to push you out into broader better bigger open waters that the Lord is bringing you into. And that's what purpose is. It's not a, a one-time occurrence of an aha moment. Now I know what my purpose is. It's a flow. Your life has a flow to it. And, um, you know, the, the borders and the boundaries of the banks of that river gives it the speed, the rocks, the, the landscape. And so mm -hmm. what, what you find as inconvenient, God looks at as an accelerant. You know, all of these jagged places and rocks and boulders and things that you're trying to avoid, but it's giving speed to the the river of God in your life. So uh, just looking at things from a different perspective, um, if you're in a transition right now, I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you 
for your plan uh, for their life, for each one of our lives. You knew them before they were even born. You knit them together in eternity and placed them there in their mother's womb with a specific purpose. Now, Father, whatever transitions are going on in their life, whether that be with their career or with relationships or, you know, they're gaining healing from a former season or, or they've had a baby and they're trying to navigate this new normal. Father, give them wisdom. Give them strategy for their next, God. Open up their eyes to see the provision that is already in front of them, that they would be able to pull Pull on the gifts inside of them that they would be able to see that your plan is sure and nothing or no one can stop your will in their lives, Father, except for them. Lord, if they remain stagnant by choice, but but Lord, I thank you for giving them the supernatural uh, energy and creativity to keep pressing during this quick and intense season of transition. Give them wisdom now that they move from the hallways into the rooms of their next. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Well, needed conversations. This was a great conversation. I yeah. hope you found it very helpful. Be sure to subscribe if you're watching via YouTube or if you are listening via podcast. Please give us a review. This will help us to spread the word. But join us for our next episode here on Needed Conversations. We've had a great time. Yeah, if you know somebody in transition, why don't you... Shoot them the link to this video. That might bless them real good. Amen. All right. Needed conversations next week. Really special episode. Make sure you tune in.